The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. Live statewide on the Ref Radio Sports Network, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Hit the guys up on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439 or sound off on the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Now, live from the Buffalo Wild Wing Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Bag up, bag up. Bag up, Terry. Put it reverse, Terry. Put it reverse. Oh, Lord. Lord, Jesus. Oh, Lord. Oh, Jesus. All right, good morning, everybody. It is a new day. Downhill slide of the weekend now, Thursday, February 23rd. Just can't have it all, folks. I'm sure there's a message there we'll learn together momentarily. This show brought to you by The River Wind. Big show today. We got Joe Castiglione stopping by today. And uh, I don't know, other than that, but that's a big show right there. Uh, good morning, TJ. Uh, good morning. What was yeah, the good opening? Uh, that that was, was the uh, opening song about. That today? was "Beautiful Loser" by Bob Seger. So, oh, <laughs> so, that makes sense. Might as well lean in. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> right. <laughs> we have one, once again a loser, Teach. Once again a loser. Four to three last night in ten innings in Arlington. Uh, Abilene Christian came out the victor last night. So, yeah, that's right. Once again, a loser. How are you this morning, TJ? No, oh, I'm all right. I'm all right, I suppose. How are you? Did you get a Did you get a good night's rest last night? Mm, fair. Better mm. than you. I mean, I got to bed earlier than you did. So, no, Draker helped you out last night. Yeah, working the night shift. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That was nice. He was and letting me hear that... about it. He wasn't very nice towards the end of that game when it went extra innings. Yeah. I was going to say, it really helped because it went extras last night. Right. So, uh, that was nice of him. How was your day yesterday? Say something because I'm tired. Oh, uh, man, I wish I would have had something made up that was really creative. It yeah. was just a typical, normal Wednesday for me. Very All boring right. even for dinner. Uh, leftover rotisserie chicken. Um, watched the game. You are the highlight of my evening, so I mean that's about as best I can say. All right, all right. You were well, the highlight. Very good. You were the very highlight good. until there wasn't a highlight at the end. <sighs> you know. Short night, Teach. Yeah. What'd you get? It. You get in about one. No, two. Two. Mm. Oh, jeez. Later yeah. than I even thought. Two o'clock. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Short night. And then here I am. So it's early in the morning, and I got home at 2 o'clock. You get to see Joe or talk to Joe today. That should cheer you up some. I'm in a fine mood. I'm just tired. Just tired. would be perfectly acceptable at some point if one of you guys would say, you know, short night, Tobe. Why don't you sleep in an extra hour tomorrow morning or something like that? I wouldn't be mad at you guys for that at some time, but. 
That's never happened in 19 years, so why would it start Oh, that, now? That, that has happened before. Never. <laughs> that is not true. I don't remember it. In fact, it was just recently. I said, hey, you want me to do the first hour? I don't remember that. It seems like some <laughs> imaginary conversation. Yeah. Magically, you don't remember that. Uh, I probably don't remember it because all the dead brain cells from not sleeping. Anyway, uh, I went down to Arlington and back. Mm, everything went fine. I listened to uh, podcasts and music. I was in a Globe Life field. They lost the baseball game, and now here I am. How much more show do we have today? <laughs> we got to uh, just stretch a few more minutes, that's all. I did bring you back something. I'm worried I, uh, about this. Is this something that's going to get you in trouble? Maybe, huh. but that's how much you mean to me. I was in the Rangers home radio booth last night, which is an honor because there are 10 radio booths up there. They could have very easily put us in just one of the auxiliary radio booths. But obviously, Mr. Nadell asked for us to be in his booth. And um, and it was very tidy. It was clean. Still had the, uh, what was, what is it, Louisiana Hot Sauce Rangers pregame show or whatever it is, <laughs> reader right. in front of uh, where they sit and everything. And I told you I was going to steal you something from Eric Nadell's booth last night. And I indeed have brought something home for you. When's the next time I'm going to see you? Um, I'm not sure. When's the next time you plan on being in? D don't play games with me this morning. All right. I'm, oh, I'll be there at the ballpark. I'm trying to put my brain in front of each step. And now you're giving me riddles to you try to figure won't, out. You won't be there Saturday. We should I'll see each other Sunday. Sunday at the ballpark. Yeah. And I'll bring it Sunday. I sent you some pictures last night mm -hmm. of different things. Remember the picture of um, Nolan Ryan fighting, and then it was it is that Rugi at the bottom? Yeah, Rugi punching uh, Jose Bautista in the face. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just a couple of Rangers throwing fists. That's right. I did not bring you that. I was gonna I say I was gonna way. I was gonna call the Rangers if you stole that. <laughs> Be like I've got to return this. <laughs> there was a uh, Purell wipe still in the package that obviously Eric Nadell was intending to use for some recent barbecue <laughs> he ate or whatever. I snagged it. Yes, stuck it in my pocket. Nobody saw me. Left the uh, stadium last night. I, my heart was racing, but I got past security, and I have brought it home. It is in my backpack. Eric Nadell's unused Purell handy wipe, and it is all yours. You may think that sounds silly, but I will uh, treasure it because it is the second time someone has stolen something from me from a uh, arena ballpark, the last time someone did it, my team ended up in the World or in the uh, NBA championship and won the NBA championship. What was that? Taco was working security uh -huh. uh, at the American Airlines and stole me a piece of double bubble bubble gum from the Maverick locker room. Nice. And I kept it. In, uh, no, this is no lie. 
I don't know how many months that piece of bubble gum was in my pocket. I would change it out each day when I'd move over my wallet or change or whatever. That gum would go with me. I had that piece of gum for years. I don't know where it's now at, at this point. <laughs> But yeah, I think that's the year they won the championship is the year he stole that piece of gum. And he was like you. He was so proud of that gum he stole yeah. out of the locker room. So maybe, maybe you've just unlocked the key. I'm not going to apologize for having a moral compass. To the Rangers World Series this year. So, so. I'm going to keep that hope in so. my pocket and carry it around. Yeah, I hope so. That could have been on a Hall of Famer's face. Might have but, been. But, well, it's it's unused. Oh, okay. Well, it could have but been in his it pocket. It could have been if he wasn't so awesome that he didn't even need it, like he kept his face clean, you know. But it could have been. It was right there in case he needed it. And he probably looked at it. He might have even touched it, probably touched it. It was probably in a bag, and he picked it up and put it there on the counter next to him. So an unopened Purell wipe may be touched by Eric Nadell. Is is all yours? I'm going to guess that's what he would use to wipe down his uh, mic and controls and stuff after if somebody else had been in there. Maybe that's what. Maybe it was there for when I left. Maybe Nadell said, "You know what? Put the fat guy in my booth. I got an extra Purell wipe in there. I'll just wipe it down real good when he leaves." Now he's going to need another Purell wipe because I just thieved his. Boy, so that may be the first time you've ever stole something in your life. So that's thank you. Thank you. I don't cheat. And I don't lie, but I do steal. Uh, much like the Sooners last night, five stolen bases. Uh, not, an, not enough. Not enough. No. Not enough. I did see this morning. John Spikerman's catch number three on the top 10. ESPN nice catch. Top very, 10 very nice countdown. catch. Yeah. Yeah. I do think he, off the bat, because he kind of paused for a second off the bat, I think he said, you know what, if I slow play this a bit, I could make ESPN's top ten. <laughs> well, he even dove and tried to, ha- then ended up having to reach up for it as he dove. So, yeah. it was an amazing catch. Yeah. It was a great catch. Um, all right, we got baseball to talk about. We've got, um, I don't know, what else? What's what else is going on? What were the guys talking about on the other shows yesterday? What was the story of the day? What had everybody a buzz? Um, I only heard a little bit of Plank and Josh, and I know they were uh, talking a lot about some of the tough stuff Plank was mentioned yesterday with some rules, and I didn't hear any of the rush yesterday, to be honest. Or football. Uh, Football football potential, you know, with the clock not stopping for first downs except under two minutes, that type of thing. We didn't really get into the 230 kickoff stuff yesterday. No, no, the OU Texas, I think they were still talking about some. Mm -hmm. Everybody pretty much in favor of that? Hoping for it? I don't think so. No? I think the majority, yes, but I think there's still the people that like the 11 a.m. we got to ask Joe about that today. Mm-hmm. See if he's going to add his weight to Chris Del Conte's in trying to uh, get the SEC to promise him a 2.30 kickoff. Um, huh, that's interesting. I would love to know what some of the people are saying that would like it to stay at 11 their reasoning i might be one of those i've been back oh, and really? forth i've been back and forth since this kind of dropped oh, on twitter really? the other day yeah yeah it's tj's fault yeah <laughs> all right well 
Maybe I'll ask you about it here in a few minutes once I take a nap during this commercial break. Uh, what else? Anything else going on out there? No, I didn't turn it's on a pretty the ticket. slow day. Turn, all right, great. You didn't turn on the ticket? What are you doing? opening segment by you, Teach. You brought nothing to the table whatsoever. I got no rest, and you brought nothing to the table today. Oh, boy. We're going to have a hard day together, Teach, unless you can turn your attitude around right now. I'll try. I'll try. Underway, 6.15 in the morning on a Thursday. We'll be back. Opinions. You've got them. We want to hear them. Sound off 24-7, 365 on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. T-Row in the morning show, statewide on the ref. This hour brought to you by McIntyre Law. If you've been injured in an accident, Noble and his people are there for you. Over $250 million won for their clients. They won't charge you until they win. No fees until they win for you. Oklahoma's personal injury attorneys, 405-917-5200 or McIntyreLaw.com. Air Comfort Solutions text line. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Bacon. Toby, last night was my fault. I fell asleep in the ninth. I'm sorry. That's Gunny of Stutzman Army. Gunny, how dare you? How dare you? Well, How are you going to be a part of know. an army if you're not there to uh, stay awake in the crucial moments? Yeah. yeah. You allow yeah. A, uh, a wildcat to sneak up on you and attack in the 10th inning when you fall asleep. You see what happened there? <laughs> uh, let's see here. I see football. Should they have, uh, should they have uh, walked the kid in the 10th, set up the double play? Um. I never I mean, like I... putting anyone on in extras like that in crucial moments, so I'll Why? say no. I'll say no. Hmm. Uh, because it ended up having a base knock to drive him in, so that's why I don't like it right now. <laughs> no. I mean, the guy that got the hit. Oh, the should first, they have set that up? Oh, I got you. Open. I got you. I got you. Yeah. Um, yes. No, I, I'm, I'm with you. Yeah. Yeah. So. I was shocked they didn't. He was having a good night. He already had a couple RBIs. Mm -hmm. And uh, there was one out. First base was open. Really, regardless of who's hitting, I thought, well, the play here is to put him on so that you can have the chance for a double play because that second run doesn't mean anything. Um, but I, for, I, uh, I obviously I don't know near as much about baseball as Skip Johnson does, but I was surprised they didn't walk him. I asked him about it in our post-game interview. but I um, I would be in favor of not walking a guy in extras uh, You're talking put, about to put someone on. Guy. I was talking about the yeah, leadoff guy. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was talking about. Uh, I see football and basketball has bled into baseball. How many guys are going to leave uh, on the pads? How many guys are you going to Base leave pads. on the pads? Oh, the pads. Uh, yeah, I'll get you. Uh, what kind of little league coach is going to steal third with a lefty and an open box to get thrown out at third base? Oh, well, OU a lot. That's the way they play. Yeah. So here we go already with the little league coach stuff. <laughs> Welcome to OU baseball. Um, they're going to get thrown out some. They're going to steal yes. a lot. They're going to disrupt some things. It's just it, the game five, they play. Or, five or six stolen bases last night, but let's point out the one that they got caught on. 
uh, right out of the box. So, yeah, I mean, it doesn't really matter. Right, left, um, Kendall Pettis out there. The only guy that they threw out all night was KP on third uh, in that situation. And they had a swing and a miss, and he kind of got hung out to dry. And That's the way they're going to play, man. I mean, I'm not trying to – I don't know who sent the text in, and I'm not dogging you. My, my guess is you didn't watch much OU baseball last year. But maybe you did. What do I know? But they are going to be aggressive to a fault. And it's not always going to work out. There's going to be situations where they try to stretch a double into a triple or a single into a double or steal third or come home on a shallow fly ball and get caught. And you're going to, if you watch a lot of baseball, you're going to cringe and you say, my favorite major league team wouldn't do that. But your, your favorite major league team also would not, uh, push the envelope as much as this one does. And it, if you watched last year, was unquestionably one of the biggest reasons they ended up in Omaha was chaos. That's what they call it. They are ultra, ultra aggressive. And it resulted in 145 stolen bases last year and a whole lot of extra bags and a whole lot of putting the pressure on pitchers and catchers and defenses that discombobulated them, had them worry about base runners, so they grooved fastballs to hitters, things like that. And it's the way they're going to be this year. So last night they stole five bags. That was great. They had one guy thrown out. And that's the question I get when I come in, TJ, is how dare they have that one guy thrown out? (laughs) What kind of a little league coach would do that? So this is the way we're going to be today. I'm going back to bed, everybody. Clean it up. Uh, let's see here. This person says, I like old grumpy sleepy Toby. Thumbs up emoji. Yeah. Man, they enjoy you. Uh, not. Why did they have to put old in there? I don't know. That was seemed unnecessary. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Mm. Grumpy was fine. I may have added the sleepy. They actually just said old and grumpy. Um, not me. I want prime time for Texas, Oklahoma. 607 kick. PM uh, would be so much fun for OU fans. Oh, boy. It's never going to happen. No. At least, at least not. Um, not unless they move the game to Jerry World. Unless they move it to Jerry World or home and home. Right, yeah. So, um, I don't even want that in the Cotton Bowl. So, I would be against a... Would it be fun? Would it be crazy? Yes. But guess what I always find that game to be anyway? Fun and crazy. Fun and crazy. It doesn't matter the time. <laughs> it's pretty wild. It's amazing the amount of drunk people you'll come across at 11 a.m. kickoff at that game. So, yeah. Uh, the reason is simple, Toby. 11 a.m. It's three and a half hours less that we have to wait and watch OU football is what this texter says. All right. That person wants 11 a.m. Yes. Okay. Uh, do you all think the handling of the electronic pitch device will allow for an increase on stolen bases? That's the question I had the other day of, or someone else texted that in too, of like, when the device is in the pitcher's hand, you're going to see somebody try to jump there. My thing was, once someone, um, realizes where the clock's at sometimes on a pitcher and know that they have to go home, are you going to be able to jump and time that? So I think some of that will start taking place. I don't think someone's yeah. going to try with the device in their hand. I mean, maybe I they mean, try it, to catch them off guard. At least, like, as far as I've seen with OU, um, if they're talking about 
It sounds like you're talking about someone trying to steal while they're looking at the device. That's what I took this text as, yeah. I, I mean, I don't think so. I, it's, you, they're, they're pretty quick about it, and they're off the rubber, too. Right. So right. it's easy to just kind of say, where are you going, and turn and throw the guy out. So as long as you're paying attention, and I would assume that's that'd be a, kind of a good question to ask Skip sometime. I assume that's kind of part of the process there is, hey, uh, when you're looking, let's remember the guy on first base. Uh, so I haven't noticed that yet. Keep an eye out for it. But I haven't noticed that yet. Now, I yeah, guess the second part of that makes more logical sense to me in that if you've got a clock and it's counting down, one of the effective ways to hold the base runner on is just holding the baseball on the mound. The pitcher holding it, you don't know exactly when he's going to throw. You know, maybe you jump too soon. Well, you can't do that when you got to throw it within 20 seconds. And when the clock's going three, two, one, the the runner could time up pretty easily yeah. with the delivery. So that makes some sense as to base runners getting an edge there. Gunny says he agrees with what we just said, but at least he doesn't steal pennies from children. Pennies, last couple of road trips, yeah, he I stole pennies from children and mm -hmm. uh, face wipes from Eric Nadell, a Hall of Fame broadcast announcer. He's in the right. He's in the Hall of Fame, and Toby's stealing face wipes. From Ford him. C. Frick Award winner, <laughs> That's right. Eric Nadell. That's right. Now, just to clarify, we don't know for sure I stole pennies from children. It does appear perhaps that is the case in hindsight. There was a stack of pennies next to a railroad track, and I had no idea why. And then once we got home, somebody explained that a lot of times children like to put those on the railroad tracks and get them flattened, which sounds very dangerous to me. So perhaps another way of saying this is I saved a kid's life, perhaps. I don't know. Um, but I do feel bad about that. And um, I, did, I did indeed take the... Uh, face wipe from Eric Nadell's booth last night. But I did it for you, Teach. Thank you. And I appreciate that. I appreciate it even if it was Matt Hicks's face wipe. Nobody knows who that is. Uh. So let's, <laughs> let's stick with the Hall of Famer. Let's assume it's Eric Nadell. Yeah. Uh, Bobby MBA says the team needs Spikerman to start hitting. Spikerman and Madrin aren't. Neither one of those guys are hitting yet. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Three, two more hits, I guess, for um, oh, McKenzie, McKenzie last night. Mm -hmm. He's been good. Dakota Harris has been Dakota Harris good at times and clutch and times uh, of games. Wallace has been good. Jackson's just been okay so far. But, yeah, two of their top three hitters, I mean, as far as lineup-wise, uh, really slow starts for Spikerman and, and Madrin so far. Matt, well, Madrin's drawn a ton of walks. His batting average is just low. Offensive general's just got to get going. I mean. You're right. Yeah, I mean, even the games they've won, it's not been, you know. No, well, pitching was pretty Pitching was pretty good last night. I mean, right, you, right. You give up three runs in nine innings in college baseball, you got to win. You should win. So, especially with this offense. Yeah, you're right. Offense has got to get it going. Let's see here. Uh, Toby, despite being tired, you sound great today, this texter says. Oh, nice of you. Uh, I guess watching the worst football team in years than the worst hoops team in years, we're just all frustrated. 
Uh, who knew is what this texter says. I'm with you. Two and three start. Uh. <laughs> They'll get it turned around. I'm not really worried about the baseball team yet. So You predict positive things ahead, Teach. They're still on track for what we predicted, yes. That's right. But yeah. their backs are against the wall now. Yeah, they got to run the table now. They but cannot afford another loss. <laughs> <laughs> what do they got to win? 50 straight now, right? That's right. That's right. Uh, no, 51 straight. They got to win 51 straight games. Oh, they only do have two. That's right. For our prediction to be three. correct. That's right. It's possible. They could do it. Uh, so what I'm hearing is it's all TJ's fault turning Toby into a klepto. Why is it my fault? I mean, he stole for me last night, but he didn't yeah. steal the pennies for me. It's TJ's and I fault. don't steal, so I wouldn't have turned him into anything. TJ did, TJ did not ask me to take anything him. from Eric Nadell's right. booth. Uh, I just did it out of love. I did it out of love. You do a lot of crazy things for love. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Um, 405, what's the numbers, TJ? I can't think. What's Six five one thirty four thirty nine. Text the show three two nine nine thousand. Yeah, you can call us up. Joe Castiglione coming up live in one hour. Two segments today for Joe C. We'll be back. The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. Bob Stoop says. 2.30, I think. Now that he's a fan, I think he says 2.30. As a coach, he wanted 11, yeah. Oh, okay, I got you, okay. Um, so this is all born out of uh, Chris Del Conte. Reports are that he asked the SEC for OU Texas to be at 2.30. We'll have the uh, OU athletic director on with us here in about an hour, see if he feels the same way. TJ, I haven't heard anybody – I haven't heard a lot, but I did hear – uh, excuse me, Teddy and Tyler, I guess it was talking about, um, no, it was Teddy and Gabe. I was listening to their podcast last night and they seemed to say two 30. I couldn't believe anybody wouldn't want it to be at two 30, but it sounds like you would prefer 11. So explain yourself. Well, if I'm making requests, I would probably request noon, just a noon kickoff. Um, <laughs> here's my deal now. There was a time in my life I couldn't fathom anything but the 2.30 kickoff. Like, why would anyone want it, uh, anything else? Why would anyone want a 11 a.m. or anything? 2.30 is perfect. Let's just go at 2.30. Now I'm almost 50, and my Friday nights pre-OU Texas aren't quite as wild. I don't right. stay up quite as late, and I think You're I prefer— You're not down on the West End. I prefer the 11 a.m. now. I, I like the early morning— uh, getting to the fair early, getting there a couple of hours out, two and a half hours out, whatever it may be, <laughs> and then the game being over. And if we want to stay at the fair a little while afterwards, we can. And uh, I think at my age now, I prefer the 11 a.m. kickoff, <laughs> which I never would have thought I would say that. 2.30 doesn't bother me. It doesn't bother me, but um, that's great if that happens. But I think Question. now I'm an 11 a.m. guy on that. On game day, OU Texas, when you get up, do you have some Metamucil or do you <laughs> do you do you do that at bedtime? I, I know, just coffee. Coffee usually is okay. fine for me, yeah. Um, um, 
No, I'm fine. If people want it at 2.30 and it stays at 2.30, then, then great. But I'm just saying, I think now that I'm getting older, like it doesn't, and what I meant by that is it doesn't bother me getting up early and heading to the game like it yeah. used to. No, I'm with you. There was a large chunk of our life where the thought of getting up early for anything, anything. It didn't matter was what about it was. the worst Including thing in the this world. show, yes, absolutely, yeah. yeah. I I have children, grown or otherwise, who will be like, we're getting up early to go on vacation. To go on vacation. And they'll be like, oh, well, you get up early. We're going on vacation. So I get it. I was like that too. But now getting up early, unless I didn't get home till 2 a.m. the night before, <laughs> right. is not, that's not a big deal. I my my vote would be slight edge to two thirty for OU Texas slight edge. I don't mind eleven. It is somewhat of a tradition. If you are you know, I'm being completely selfish here. I'm just telling you my preference. I'm not reveling anywhere on Friday night. I remember uh, asking our students last year. If uh, everyone still goes down to the West End on Friday night, and they're like, "What's the, What's West, the West End?" End? Yeah. <laughs> so I guess it's somewhere else now. And um, but I'm not reveling anywhere on Friday night. I am not reveling on the fairgrounds on Saturday morning before the game. So all the stuff you guys are participating in, and knock yourself out, you should be. That's what it's about. Uh, is not a part of my routine. Um, get it, it is nice when it's at 11 because you get home if you drove, which a lot of most people do, and you go home after the game, which you know most people do, not all. You get home at a decent hour if it's at 11, so that's nice, but it's not everything. I do like it. I, I'm slightly in 230 because I do like it when that game, especially. Ends when when the fourth quarter is being played at dusk, it's just cool. That is man. cool. Now that is cool. It's just cool, and it has been. I mean, we've it, there we've had some two thirty, not a lot, but not every game's been at eleven a.m. in the last twenty years. And uh, so, from a uh, anticipation aspect. From everybody else getting to enjoy what they love about OU Texas, which is Friday night, which is the buildup at the fair on Saturday, which is not having to get up at 5 a.m. to get there and all that kind of stuff. Uh, and the and the second half and fourth quarter of that game being played in twilight. Uh, yeah, I go to I go to 30. I do. And I heard Teddy and Gabe talking about this. I do like the idea of OU Texas becoming, for the SEC, an Iron Bowl or, you know, one of these games that every year has the prime afternoon, what used to be CBS, now will be ESPN slot. And that is a game that every year everybody in the country, they look forward to it now, don't get me wrong, but I do like the idea of that being a 2.30 highly anticipated game every year. So I would be a slight, slight lean to 2.30. It's going to get me home really late, though. Yeah. That, I, that part, 
bums me out a little bit because you got to fight the traffic afterwards and not really late, probably like midnight. That's not terrible, but it, it now you at 11 a.m. game you can listen to the 2:30 games and this then the night kickoffs and everything on the way home and that's kind of cool, but that's not what it's all about. So I think uh, like if you put it out there for a vote, I feel like it would be 80 percent 2:30. Oh yeah, no, without a doubt, I think that that may even be a little low. So you're you're right. I think that's what most people see as the ideal perfect time. Sure. Yeah. And like I said, I'm not going to fight somebody on it. I'm not sure I could sleep in. We've been doing it for so long now that if they did have a 2.30 kick, I think I'd be up at – I think my body would wake up at 5, you know? <laughs> You'd just be at the gates of the ferry anyway, waiting for them to open it. Well, I'd just be laying there staring at the ceiling <laughs> at 5 o'clock in the morning. And I think that's – see, that's a working uh, event for you. That That's what Bob was saying, like, like just let's get to the game and get going, you know. And he goes, now as a spectator, I get it. You know, as a spectator, you want 2.30. He goes, but as a, as a coach, I didn't want to be sitting around an extra three hours. Just let's get to the uh, – Field, get warmed up, and and let's kick this thing. So, yeah. Chloe's uh, club volleyball team went to the championship last week and went three sets. They ended up losing, but they went three sets. So, um, you know, dramatic. And between the second and third set, one of the dads came up to me and said, uh, what's more nerve-wracking for you, Uh, watching an OU game or watching your daughter play volleyball? And I said, watching Chloe play volleyball, and it's not even close. Yeah, it's easy. That's I, easy, I'm, yeah. I'm working when I'm doing an OU game. I'm not – it's not nerve-wracking at all. It's you're constantly thinking about what's next, you know. what what This is this is a job. After it's over, I'll reflect and, and all that kind of stuff. But not nerve-wracking at all, It but – Watching your your kid do something is well. I would hope every parent would agonizing. answer it that way, regardless of what their role is. No, I don't know. I don't <laughs> know. If, they, <laughs> I, if you got an OU OU Texas fourth quarter tight game versus you know yes, Bronx's fifth grade uh, b- baseball game, I don't know what you. you I'm know, really nervous. The right that, answer. I'm is. really nervous in that OU Texas game. Emotions are high. I'm stressed out, mm-hmm. but. You put my kid in a game. I don't care what age it's been. <laughs> that that as that my nerves are shot, man. I don't care what the situation is. They could be up in a baseball game, you know, fifteen to one, and I know it's going to end fifteen to one or twenty to one or whatever the time limit run rule may be. And I am still just like, oh my goodness, I am so nervous over this. So it's because it's my kid. Ex- yeah, uh, that helps explain why you charged that umpire a couple of years ago that. after quit, the game. Quit trying to accuse me of that. Third grade, your kid was in second or third umpire. grade. Well, I think we all remember the story. So, um, six forty-seven in the morning. Toby and TJ with you. It is a Thursday. Hey, we're getting closer to the weekend. Everybody, we'll be back. Did you miss one of our shows? Don't beat yourself up, because we've made it easy for you to beat that Ref Army FOMO. Catch up on shows and interviews you might have missed with the Ref Podcast page. Just go to KREF.com and click on the podcast page. Or go check out your favorite podcast provider and search for KREF, the home of Sooner fans. Here for you 24-7, 365 at the KRF Podcast page. McIntyre Law brings you this hour of the T-Row in the morning show. Your personal injury attorneys 
can see what they've done for their clients, how they can help you, McIntyreLaw.com. Give them a call if you have any questions, want to set up a consultation, 405-917-5200. Air Comfort Solutions text line. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, Tesla, self-driving cars, are they ready yet? If so, Toby can get one and sleep on the way home after these oh, late-night games. You can you do imagine? That. I don't think no, you could do I, that, though. I couldn't either, but can you imagine? Like uh, Someday that's going to be true. You just get in your car and put in the address and lean back, but... I, I I don't know. I don't. Maybe not in my lifetime would I ever feel comfortable with that. Some people already do it. Yeah. I'm not going to feel comfortable with like. I I I, I, I could be awake sleep in a car. If somebody else is driving a ve- a moving vehicle, plane, train, car, back of a motorcycle, anything, I cannot sleep if it, if there's something moving. I'm just too for whatever reason I'm. I can't get comfortable like. I don't know. If, I don't think I'm worried. I'm just. I don't know what it is. You have trust issues. You just don't trust those drivers with you. <laughs> Maybe it's it. That's probably it. <laughs> but no, even if they were self-driving and we've had all kinds of tests and they seem reliable, I don't think I could like get behind the driver's seat and just lay back and go to mm-hmm. sleep. No way. No way. Um, uh, I never heard about Cortez Tuesday night. Was he injured? Sick? What was going on? This texter asked. You got any more details on that? I do not. He tweeted Tuesday before the game that he was taking some time off away from the basketball team for personal reasons. Uh, Porter Moser said after the game that his prayers are with Bijan and that he's welcome back. They love him and he's welcome back whenever he feels like he's ready. And that's all I know. I have not asked questions and been nosy at all. So I do not know more than that. I did. Well, I did ask if he is he okay. And I was told, yes, he is okay. That's all I know. Uh, This texter says, I like 11 a.m. because I don't have to stress while watching another game. I can go straight from game day to the game. But to answer another texter, prime time at the state fair would be bananas. I feel like we should do it once just to kind of show everybody. To get it out of the blood. Right. See? Because there would be lots of blood. Yeah, there, there would, would be, be lots lot more blood. fighting and passing no. out and falling down the staircases. And um, I mean, maybe we're scared about nothing. Maybe, well, maybe this is so. like maybe parenting adults here. <laughs> they would all handle themselves just fine. But uh, it does seem like you're setting yourself up for I, – I, I, No, neither side of this has ever – you know, at the athletic director or president's level, pushed for this to be a night game, and I think there's probably a reason for that. A big majority of it would come parking lots in the dark. Yes. Um, even more yes. so than the daylight, so, yeah. Um, State fair and parking lots after dark. <laughs> <laughs> if they start the game at 2.30, uh, yes. we'll have to- all the to- that time of the morning to drink before they go into the stadium – and then be able to drink all during the ball game. I think it's a giant mess, this texter says. So they're saying give those people less time to drink, which would mm-hmm. be even more so if you're talking a primetime game. So um, they want 11 a.m., I think. That's a vote for 11 a.m. That would, the 11 a.m. kick at least somewhat limits the alcohol, that person is saying, which is a good thing. 
and but to be honest, some people stay up all night Friday night, never sleep, don't right. stop drinking, and then show up for the 11 a.m. game. And that's sometimes when they end up sleeping in the in the stands. So. Uh, for millions of people on the West Coast, the 11 a.m. games means a 9 a.m. game our time. They will have more people watching with a 2.30 kickoff. That's true. More casual fan. If you're an OU or Texas fan on the West yeah. Coast, you're getting up. You're getting up and watching the game at 9. So, But the that more casual 11, fan, yes, on the West Coast. The 11 a.m. window gets huge ratings coming straight out of the pregame shows and everything. I'm not telling you it's bigger than 2.30. I'm just saying a ton of people, you know, Ohio State, Michigan is always in the 11 a.m. window. There's there's nothing wrong ratings-wise with the 11 a.m. window. I, I think that, um, you know, this is more about anticipation and Friday night and all that kind of stuff. And, and sometimes, depending on where you're coming from, it's a nightmare traffic-wise, and you're panicked over getting there at 11, which um, – is the case for a lot of people, especially those that drive sure. down the morning of. Sure. All right, break time. Um, top of the hour, 7.30 this morning. We are joined live for two segments by OU Athletic Director Joe Castiglione. We'll try to get as many questions in as possible. So if you got anything you would like asked today, let us know. We'll be back.